Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Friday. No meltdown required to start the podcast. That's a good feeling. So I don't want to ruin the routine here. We're going to lead off with the coin flip. The coin flip somehow, someway is 3-0 and on the year. Let's try to make it number four. So I went back and forth in the game. I thought about Wisconsin and Illinois, but could I really allow the coin to come up and make me bet on Wisconsin and go against Brad Underwood in the fight in Illini? I can't do that this close to Valentine's Day. Then I looked at Oregon and Utah. I looked at Indiana, Ohio State. In the end, I selected a game from the Big East. Survey says, heads it is, it's a road team. We're on Seton Hall, minus the one and a half at Butler. That's your coin flip of the day. Now, let's recap the winning card for Friday. Our college basketball handicap goes 2-1-1. and Yes, we've had a lot of pushes this week, by the way. We cash on St. Louis, minus the one and a half at Davidson. They win by four, and we get to cash on the Billikens twice. Thank you for the votes, and thank you for the winner on Twitter. Then Purdue-Fort Wayne, they were down like 15 points. They battled back, got within five. We had the plus five there. They had four opportunities to score in the final 10-15 seconds. They missed them all. Lucky for me, they didn't get a chance to foul, so we pushed that wager. Then in the Summit League, we get to cash on North Dakota State. They get an easy double-digit victory over North Dakota, so we cash there. Then in the MAC, we lose on Kent State. They were up a couple 13, 14 points most of that game, but unfortunately, in the end, yeah, Buffalo gets hot, backdoors me, and we lose the wager. Our OPP plays, well, they're 6-2-1 and one in the last three days, so there's a silver lining. We cash on Sienna. That was our coin flip play. We cash on the Frozen Pond with the Stars and the Devils under the six. It goes to overtime, finishes 3-2, to two, so we get the win. Our lone loser on the OPP plays was New Mexico, minus the 12. They only win by eight over Air Force. Add it all up together, we make $37 on the day. And I'm relieved. And oh, by the way, I always say, don't get too high. Don't get too low. And for as bad as this week has been, I look at the bankroll right now and we're up for the year. Yeah, you just got to weather the storm sometimes. Hopefully we don't chase money today because I have a mega card. It is 16 games on the card. Oh boy, this is going to be a whole lot of fun today. So after placing five big 12 teams on my card to start, I said enough is enough. I'm just going to play the whole conference. Yes, it is the Big 12 SEC Challenge today. And I've been saying on this podcast forever, West Virginia and Texas Tech are not as bad as they appear. I think these teams are going to be so excited to get out of conference and play somebody from a different conference again. So here we go. The five games that I selected to start, Texas Tech minus the three at LSU, TCU minus the two at Mississippi State. Kansas State, minus the five against Florida. I absolutely love this next one. It is Kansas, plus the three at Kentucky. I'm also on Texas, plus the six and a half at Tennessee. Then the five that I added, 
because I didn't want to leave a Big 12 team out of the party here. West Virginia, minus the four against Auburn. Scares me a little bit. Next one scares me a lot. I'm on Oklahoma, plus the six against a very, very good Alabama team. I'm on Iowa State, minus the one and a half at Missouri. I'm on Baylor, minus the six and a half against Arkansas. I'm laying a big number here with Oklahoma State, minus the nine and a half against Old Miss. So once again, I'm playing all 10 teams from the Big 12. I expect to go six and four, seven and three, something like that. I think the Big 12 is the best conference in the land, and I hope they prove it today with a whole bunch of covers. Now, let's get to the card for normal plays on the podcast. And we start in the West Coast Conference. Yes, it is BYU plus the six and a half over St. Mary's. So I should probably begin a little more, but I'm still going to play it. St. Mary's is the real deal. I take nothing away from them. They're 18 and four overall. They're seven and oh in the conference. BYU is just 14 and nine overall. They're four and four in the conference. The Gales rank 35th in offensive efficiency, but the defense is absolutely amazing. They're number six in defensive efficiency, and they give up just 57 points per game. BYU has lost back-to-back to San Francisco and Santa Clara. They have losses, head-scratching losses, by the way, to South Dakota and Loyola of Marymount. I call them, though, big game BYU. They beat Creighton. They beat Utah. They beat Dayton, and they lost by one at home to Gonzaga. On paper, St. Mary's is probably 10 points better, but I expect this one to be a nail-biter until the end. BYU has actually won four consecutive games against St. Mary's in Provo. Don't be shocked if tonight is number five. I'm on the Cougars, plus the six and a half, at home over St. Mary's. Next up on the card, we go to the Summit League. It is South Dakota State, minus the two at Western Illinois. So this is a battle for second place in the Summit League here. Western Illinois is exceeding expectations. They're 13-8 and overall. They're 6-4 and in conference, and they have four consecutive wins. The first time around, South Dakota State defended their own home floor, winning by seven. The Jackrabbits are 11-10 on the season, 6-3 and in the Summit, and they had won four straight games prior to losing at St. Thomas earlier this week. The Jackrabbits have a nice edge in recent form. They have a significant edge in schedule strength, and they even have a win at Boise State on the resume. Both teams are a little bit different this year, but South Dakota State has an excellent history in this building on the road. Their last four trips, four double-digit wins by an average margin of 24.5 points. I'm going to back that trend. I'm on the Jackrabbits, minus the two, on the road at Western Illinois. Next up, we go to the ACC. It is Miami plus the one at Pittsburgh. So I've loved this Hurricane team all season. I should have backed them earlier this week when they crushed Florida State by 23, but the injury report scared me away. I'm not making that mistake today. Miami is a top 10 team in offensive efficiency. They have four averaging in double digits, and they are battle-tested for this type of game, playing two-point games this year against Duke, NC State, Virginia, and Central Florida, with three of those games being on the road. Meanwhile, Jeff, head coach Jeff Capel has done a tremendous job this year with the Panthers. They're 14-7 and seven overall. They're 7-3, and three, just like Miami, in the ACC. The Panthers are a solid club on both ends of the floor. They're coming off a two-point win over Wake Forest. They have big wins over North Carolina, Virginia, NC State, and I guess we're calling Northwestern an impressive win at this point. All of those were earlier this season. This should be a good one until the end, 
but I think Miami has the better talent. So give me the Canes plus the one at Pittsburgh. Then the next game of the card is in the Mountain West Conference. It is Utah State minus the four at Fresno State. So I like this one a lot. Utah State is 16 and five overall. They're five and three in the Mountain West, and they average over 80 points per game. They rank 13th in offensive efficiency in all of the land. And I get them coming off a loss against a very talented San Diego State team. Fresno averages just 60.9 points per game. Yes, a 20-point disparity between the two. They are 7-12 in the season. They're 3-5 in the Mountain West Conference. Utah State won the first meeting by 13 at home, but the Bulldogs did lead with 10 minutes to go. Both teams shot well below season averages that night. The Aggies haven't been great on the road, but the Bulldogs haven't been great at home. I'm going to take my chances with the huge offensive disparity in this one. Give me Utah State, the Aggies, minus the four on the road at Fresno State. Then the final two games on the card for you here, it's our conference tournament revenge games. Now 10-8 and eight on the season, not overly impressive, but still profitable. We had an 0-2 Thursday that hurt us. Just five games to go. So we need one of these, if not both of them. Play number one. It's Dayton, minus the nine over Richmond. Oh, I'm not happy about this one, but I got to play it. Number six, Richmond, upset number two, Dayton, 68-64 in the semifinals last year in the A-10. The Spiders ended up reaching the NC2A tournament by winning the conference championship. Dayton, meanwhile, ended up going to the NIT. The Flyers have an at-large bid, uh, excuse me, at-large bid talented team, but they have been showing struggling of late. After two ugly losses on the road, I'm banking on Dayton to bounce back today as I get tongue-tied near the end of this podcast. Then the final game of the card for you is in the Ivy League. It's Princeton plus the three at Yale. Hopefully I can read my notes on this one. Number two, Yale ousted number one Princeton in the title game last year, 66 to 64. Princeton is leading the Ivy League again this year at five and one. Yale is currently in third place at three and two. Both teams have won two straight. This one should be a dandy, but I'll take the revenge angle and take Princeton plus the three at Yale. So let's recap your mega card for Saturday. Survey says your coin flip, we're on Seton Hall minus the one and a half. In the Big 12 SEC Challenge, I'm on Texas Tech minus the three at LSU. TCU minus the two at Mississippi State. Kansas State minus the five against Florida. Kansas plus the three at Kentucky. Texas plus the six and a half at Tennessee. I'm also on West Virginia minus the four against Auburn. Oklahoma plus the six against Alabama. Iowa State minus the one and a half at Missouri. Baylor minus the six and a half against Arkansas. Oklahoma State minus the nine and a half against Old Miss. Your normal four pack. I'm on BYU plus the six and a half against St. Mary's. I'm on South Dakota State minus the two at Western Illinois. I'm on Miami plus the one at Pittsburgh. I'm on Utah State, minus the four at Fresno State. And then your two conference tournament revenge games. I'm on Dayton, minus the nine over Richmond. And I'm on Princeton, plus the three over Yale. So that's your mega card for Saturday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.